Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 193 today. And today's topic is Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, season 2, episode 9, titled Antitrust. So y'all already know how we do over here. We about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week for the season finale. And then I have a sleeper for you guys in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father. This episode, the description reads, with his live-in situation threatened, Famous reaches out to Lou as a last-ditch effort. Rock receives a new business proposal and must eliminate a threat. Burt closes in on what really happened in Baisley Park. So we about to get into this episode, which I call the Sam episode, okay? This was all about Sam. (laughs) On October 23rd, the BMF documentary does start each Sunday. So we will recap that each Sunday because it will be a docu-series about BMF and then the BMF show returns in January. I was off for the TV show You. I thought it was returning this weekend. They had the wrong date up. The trailer was released and I can play that for you guys as well. Um, It looks like it's going to be a really good season four for the TV show You, but it doesn't come out to February. So when it drops, we will have a weekend marathon just like before. As always, if you need to get in touch with your girl, Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, and you can email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. All of the description links will be below to find me. You can hit me up if you have a recap request with that being a movie, TV show, documentary, music. Hit me up. I'll get your recap out within a week. Or if you need me to shout out any of your businesses or brands or anything you have going on, Hit me up. I will shout out your brand. You can always follow my music playlist. They are exclusively on Spotify. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves and your girl got some long range music ears. So, you know, I keep you entertained with that. You ain't even got to skip fast forward because I got some jams on there. You did. So we about to get into it. We about to talk about it. Like I said, this episode was all about Sam, Sam, Sam. Uh, 50 is doing his thing. He has a lot of stuff dropping. And y'all know whatever thing, whatever fifth drops, I'm going to support. We support 50 Cent over here. We support Courtney Kemp over here. And we support that power universe. So 50 is dropping stuff left to right. And we're going to support it left to right. So on that note, let's get into the show. And let's talk all about Sam on Raising Gain. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
y'all let's talk about good old sam put this phone on silent so we don't get interrupted um all right so this episode was pretty fire it's walking us into kind of season three and you know building storylines that can continue on and building us up to that season finale i'm kind of sad about that i mean we got one more episode it's this it's just been fun and if you've been kicking it with me for these weeks thank you like everybody for tuning in it's been fun and this is my favorite one so now we gotta wait for season three which they have already been picked up so i'm just hoping everybody makes it to season three and the uh, season finale is still a banger so it opens up with episode nine we see the we got first of all we got 50 narrating let's give a shout out to fifth because i love his narrations of the show they just make it so much better so you know he's talking about you know being a killer and you know we see the hitters stay at the bowling alley living their best life you know they think they just put marvin down got the job done so you know why not go for a game of bowling and we got jimmy just smiling then he walks to his car you know what they say live by the gun you're gonna die by the gun and jimmy end up taking one straight to the head by lou lou like you fucked with my brother you fuck with me it's time to put the murder game down as he should as he should clean shot to the head clean shot to the head he didn't miss that time he didn't flinch lou took his ass out so after that we go straight to Miss Renee's funeral. Now, they didn't give us any time to wait, any time to think. They just brought us to Miss Renee's funeral very, very quick. Um, I really hope that we would have got more with Renee and Marvin, but, you know, I guess we didn't. But, you know, the anger management sessions were some of the most comic relief parts of this season like I enjoyed every episode but I just was hoping we could get more with her and Marvin but you know it is what it is this season has been amazing but we go to uh, Miss Renee's funeral we got Marvin he all decked out he got them shades on looking good but looking very very hurt you see some tears dropping down his eyes you know very very sad so we lost Miss Renee very soon in this universe so after that we go to the park where all Sam wants to do is take a piss in peace. And the boys in blue come in and take him in again. All he's screaming is like, this is just fucking harassment at this point. Because every other episode, Sam is getting arrested. And right then and there, he wasn't trying to smoke. He wasn't, he just wanted to piss. But, you know, you can't pee in, you know, in public. So. <laughs> So he just goes to running his mouth like, I know who shot that cop. I know who shot that cop. I got information. This was all about Sam, okay? And Sam, uh, the guy playing him, he plays this damn role to the T. So we go into the next scene. 
and we got famous looking crazy he about to get evicted because crown is dead and he still owe everybody money or some type of debt and in this case he owed this man and his girl some studio time and with him being put down they not getting it so famous can't pay up famous is lazy as hell famous has no ambition famous is just whatever so of course he ain't trying to get out and get no money but and we still see Kanan living with him so we know these two something gonna happen and we seen something happen but I'm predicting more what happened with these two they're going to get in trouble even more and more and more and we're still waiting for you know the OG power fans for the OG breeze to pop up we want to meet breeze but I'm not in a rush take your time because I'm in no rush for them to rush the story along and it be no show anymore but we want to know where is breeze going to come from remember breeze is who ghost you know he caught his first body on when he took breeze out so we'll see what famous does because you know now he really lives his raps so we go into the next scene rock and her security go to the new house she closes the deal and officially gets the keys to her own but it's you know it's bittersweet because she has this beautiful brand new home and no one to share it with no symphony he's in north carolina no canaan he's living with broke ass famous and you know, the way things are going, Juke might end up living back with Marvin. So it's just Rock in her new house and her security. And we go into the next scene. We got Sal Baselli. He meet up with his peoples, with his crew. And they are fed up. They are fed up with Sal in a way too because they like, look, this cannot go unsaid. You know, like they like to call her, call the, you know, the the nigger of queens called the queen of nigger of queens however he said it shit was funny but <laughs> um they're fed up because they feel like they didn't let her go too far they feel like they're the big bad mob and they like you know jimmy was family she has to go but sal tells them like look i cared about jimmy too we go from the playground, but at the same time, it's politics. We cannot just go to Queens. We have to find out who she's connected to and which, which, which. We can't just go in there. So, you know what I'm saying? He has to check in with Queens and see he ends up sending for Unique, thinking Unique can help him. But I have to say my man Unique, he he, he took a solid. He, still, he, he stood 10 toes down, as I thought he would. So, after that, Sam gets booked in charge for an account of won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> he just he just continues to ramble. Continues to ramble. I know who shot that cop. And I mean, Sam was really just running his mouth. And you know, Burke was not too far off and she's listening and here she go. She already been warned, but you know Burke. Burke gonna be Burke. So after that, we go to the studio. Zisa is singing. Cartier is in there running his mouth. Famous come in there begging as usual, like the world is his. Famous has no ambition, no ambition. And Lou was actually about to help him out. And Cartier said, oh, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." He gave him a little speech. <laughs> he gave him like little tools to go take out and be a fisherman because he don't give hands out. He don't give handouts. You know what I'm saying? And Lou like. 
you know, Lou, Lou have a soft spot probably because he was messing with Jessica and that's uh, Kanan's little best friend. But Lou was going to look out for him. But I agree. Uh, famous, you're a young man now. It's time. You, you're on your own. It's time for you to get some type of ambition to go out there and get your own money. Quit looking for handouts. He's just so pathetic to me sometimes. <laughs> and, um, you know, he got that little lesson from Cartier that, you know, he don't do charity. But at the same time, Cartier running his mouth so much, he talking about what song they need to go with with Zisa and Lou looking like, hold, hold on, bruh, uh, what happened to the silent partner stuff? That was just all talk. It was all talk. Lou, you signed the, the deal with the devil, you know? So it goes to the next scene. And we get a heart-to-heart with um, Rock and Juke, and I always appreciate those scenes, especially with Rock being the only really woman she has in her life because um, her mom wasn't there. They don't show too much of the grandmother. We got a snippet of her last season. I wanted them to go more in that, but they don't really show too much about the mother, the grandmother. So really the only woman she has who helped raise her is rock. So I always appreciate their heart to hearts. And, you know, rock goes on to tell her, like, you know, I heard what King you did. Marvin told me, but you know, I accept you for you. I love you. And you know, everything I do is for Canaan. So they have a, you know, a heart to heart and you keeps her mouth shut. She doesn't tell her anything that Canaan has been confided in her. So we go into the next scene and it shows Kanan and Howard together and uh, Howard is cleaning his, like washing his face in some water, but then it shows him going to pray and we see he's a Muslim. So they walk out and Kanan tells him that he knows he is his father, but, and he's actually known for a while, but he tells him, you know, as much as it changes everything with them, it changes even more with Rock because he can't trust her. He like, she actually sent me out there to shoot my father. And before he can even really get the sentence out, Howard just cuts him off. Like, we ain't talking about that. The past is the past. I ain't talking about that night. And so Kanan goes to ask him some questions and he like, you got to ask your mom on that. Now, to be fair, I keep hearing everybody talking about uh, the age difference with Rock and Howard, and it was brought up when Juke and Kanan was talking about it towards the end of the episode. But if we go back to season one, remember, he told Rock she lied about her age. So that'll probably come up again. So they have a nice moment, and, you know, Howard just tells him he doesn't want to talk about that night. So we go back to the jail. And Sam is still running his mouth. He talking about he can solve the case for him. And here come Burke. Now, when he called Burke Codumbo, I almost fell out my damn chair. <laughs> she was listening, but she still was like, okay, this is just Sam. You know, at first he said, somebody the guy who killed Martin Luther King you know when they brought up who he when he was the first witness and brought it in I think he said Lee Harvey (laughs) that he shot Howard so they like you know they know he's a smoker you know but when he mentioned famous and she know famous be with um Kanan she she realized you know uh good old Sam might be on to something so she goes in the captain's office of course, she lies. She tells her half-truth. And Captain ended up calling internal affairs on her ass because, you know, Captain had it with Bert. They all didn't had it with Bert. You know, she's snooping, and it's it's a code of silence when it comes to the boys in blue. And like it or not, Howard is a cop. You don't investigate your own partner. So 
you know, it's a cop thing. They're not feeling Burke in the way she's moving. But we know Burke comes from uh, a cop background. So my theory is that Howard is definitely trying to take her down because she's she's doing too much. But it might be her father or somebody she's related to who helps her get out of this. Because now they have this whole story on her that she was giving young girls drugs. So we're going to see how that go. So we go into the next scene. And Rock gets Tremont's boy Abraham out of jail. And Tremont kind of warns Rock like, look, you... I ain't coming on your team until Cartier is out of the picture. You might think he's just all smiles, but that's just one big nigga. <laughs> so she like, Cartier be dealt with. When she walks away, he like, that bitch blood might be run colder than Cartier's. And that's saying some shit. <laughs> and y'all know I always say rock is cold as ice. So we go back to the cell and we see Sam. He is on one. He croaking to get a fix, but he ends up getting released because you know it's overcompass. You know what I'm saying it's overcapacity in there. You know they gotta get him out of there. Burke walks him out, and in walks Howard. The other detective dude tells Howard that Sam told Burke that he knows who shot him, so he follows. Of course, Sam gonna say, "I'm gonna hold on to this information to the next time." <laughs> Because he know he's going to get arrested next week. So he like, you know what? I don't know shit no more. I'm just going to say it next week when y'all pick me up off the street. But she gives him some money like, you know, you look out for me. I look out for you. Now, Howard watching everything. Howard watching them talk. Howard peeping it out. So when Rock ended up finding out that information and gave it to Marvin towards the end, it definitely came from Howard. So we're going to go to the next scene. And in the next scene, we see Marvin and Juke have a heart to heart. They um <clears throat> meet out for lunch at a diner. He apologizes. You know, she asks him how he felt about Renee and did he cry at the funeral? And you know, he he tells her, like, I don't know if I cried, I know I fuck up everything, but you know, nigga trying. And you know, I, I respect it. I think Marvin is really trying, and I think Juke wants to accept it. But I, I do love their heart to hearts, and I hope everything works out <laughs> but of course we know it's not we know it's not gonna work out with rock we know it's not gonna work out with marvin because jukebox and Kanan grew up to be some devilish motherfuckers so something bad is going to happen we know it but let's appreciate the moments that we get like this so we get into the next thing now cartier 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 they at the penthouse he got the little romantic music playing he kind of dazzles over there for a kiss with rock and she like uh, <laughs> back, back up I, I ain't ready for all that yet he go to talk about how you know he don't wait for nothing he don't ask for nothing and you know running his damn mouth and ends up saying he wants to buy into her business now she kind of looks and it cuts to the next scene before we hear an answer but we know raquel is listen raquel rock you you want what nah mm-mm absolutely not <laughs> so we go into the next scene sal he meets up with unique unique keeps it real with him i respected it i respected it a hundred percent but i'm noticing when you're reading a lot of comments a lot of people respected unique for keeping it real with big sal but when rock did it she was overstepping hmm 
but I respected it a hundred percent. He 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 stood tall. He stood tall, and he was like, "That was Marco's fuck up. I don't fuck with Marvin, but Marco took the job. Marco fucked up. That's not Marvin' fault. And I'm not getting between y'all shit. And for number one, I'm not a snitch. So because he wants all the intel on Rock's business. So of course, Baselli is like, "You're turning down my gratitude." Unique had to let him know, like, look, <laughs> my my boy, the deal we worked out, you benefited off of that too. So Baselli tells him he's disappointed, and Unique, he goes his way. My prediction is Unique and Rock will team up to take the Italians down. So we get into the next scene. And Famous and Kanan, they go get something to eat. Of course, Kanan has to pay because Famous has no ambition. And Freddie walks in and looks shook. As soon as he sees Kanan, he remembered that ass whooping he took. Famous is still crying about being broke, but not doing shit to change it because he has no ambition. But the way Famous looked at Freddie made me think something was up because he kind of looked at Freddie like, Freddie always got some money. So it goes to the next scene and we get a scene with Burke and her girlfriend. Her girlfriend is warning her again, uh, Shannon, let it go. I think you better let it go. <laughs> let it go, okay? You don't investigate your partner. So it goes to the next scene. And Marvin thanks Lou for holding him down. And he like, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? You come after my brother? Mm-mm. It's time to put the murder game down. You know, one thing about the two brothers, they fight like cats and dogs. But one thing about them, they live by that code of I am my brother's keeper. We seen the way Marvin charged in that damn house and dragged Lou out that fire. They had just fist fought right before that. <laughs> so... We have a sibling meeting, you know, with Rock, Lou, Marvin, Rock ready for war. She puts the dime on Sam's head. She like, I need you to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Sam. So Marvin like, damn. She like, I know this ain't the perfect time for you. You grieving it? But yeah, <laughs> Sam. So she like, those fools in Jersey, they got more soldiers than us, but they not the real mafia. Now, we can talk about that another time because we're talking about raising Canaan, but she kind of has a point. You know, they're not a part of the five families when you talk about the mob world, but that's a whole nother topic. I just covered my mob marathon over the summer. Make sure you guys check that out. So we go into the next scene. And while Canaan is sleeping, Famous sneaks down to good old Corinne's crib to get her mom's gun. He like, man, what the fuck you trying to, you know, protect your mama for? She just fucked your boyfriend. <laughs> So Corinne get, you know, mama, mama gun and give it to uh famous. Now we see in the next scene, uh, internal affairs, they meet with Juke and Nicole's father. And we, we learn the information that Howard gave him about Bert giving young girls drugs and, you know, taking advantage of them, which we know is a lie. And we know what Howard is trying to do and we also see he ain't got that man to say he not giving up where he got that information from either but we know jukebox seen Howard at her house I mean at their house so you know we know juke knows okay Howard did put this all in motion but I like how um juke handled it she like look I don't talk to the police and I sure as hell don't talk to the police about the police so we go into the next scene and it's kind of ironic she became the police even though she was a dirty cop so Marvin goes to pick up Sam. And all I was thinking is, boy, oh boy. Then we go to an interesting scene. Scary ass famous goes to rob crazy ass Freddy. Now I knew that look wasn't for nothing in that diner when they was getting that pizza. But Freddy causes bluff. He 
like famous the fuck you gonna do <laughs> now somebody did open the door and i'm thinking that was the old man who opened the door when Kanan was pistol whooping freddie so he's definitely probably going to be a witness they didn't show us that for nothing and famous ends up getting scared pulling the trigger and catching his first body so i guess he can really say the streets got a body so we'll see how famous handles this <laughs> it's gonna be interesting <clears throat> Kanan and Juke, they talk about everything going on with him fucking with Palomar. She compares it to Rock being only 16, messing with Howard. They talk about, you know, their parents. They have, you know, we always get that scene each episode of the two cousins and how close they were. Now, Burke goes looking for Sam, and all the smokers is cussing her out. So we know Sam is with Marvin, so she can't find him. And, you know, they croaking, looking for fixes. They ain't trying to hear that shit from Bert. So, we see Marvin decides to handle things differently. And then we always got to go back to season one. Remember what Kanan said. Marvin never misses an opportunity to miss an opportunity. And I guess this would be one of those occasions. I mean, he tried to do the right thing. He just got done with therapy. He just lost Miss Brene. He's trying to change, especially, you know, his relationship with Juke. He's trying to turn a new leaf. However, <laughs> this was not the best decision. He gave a great speech. He like, Sam, go get your life together. And Sam like, I'm going to change. Now, listen. Sam got on that bus when it made it to the next stop he said get me off this motherfucking bus <laughs> Sam is going to be a problem and that was Marvin's fuck up you know he just if he didn't want to shoot him he should have just gave him some bad crack or something you know I mean I hate to say it like that but that Marvin that wasn't the smartest but you're grieving so you know <laughs> we get to the last thing we got Mr. Cartier walking in his penthouse building, saying what's up to the guy working the desk, lighting up his cigar, getting on the elevator, going to level eight. The desk guy gives a call for a heads up. And, you know, Cartier walking up like he should ignite his shit. We got 50 narrating. I love it. <laughs> soon as he gets off the elevator all you see is rock and Lou. i loved it i loved it he like y'all two motherfuckers don't even like each other uh, maybe but we family i love that scene <laughs> he did get fuck you bitch out and then he got a pop to the head and they took that nigga out they even got some kill shots off Rock took last one. Lou took last one. They walked out so damn cold. All I could think is, damn, this was a fire episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my recap. That was my recap for episode nine. It was fire as always. Shout out to Patina Miller, Joey Badass, Lyndon Brown, who plays Marvin, one of my favorite characters. The whole power universe. The whole power universe. They are doing the thing. Shout out to 50 Cent. Shout out to Courtney Kemp. Shout out to the writers and everything. And the wardrobe, especially for who dresses unique.
nigga got style. So we about to play the trailer for next week, talk about that briefly, and then I have a sleeper for you guys. So please don't go anywhere. Here's the trailer. About whether you can throw. It's all you take. This shit is money. Let's get back to this money. South's coming. There's gonna be some blood in our streets. I know everything can. You ain't going nowhere because there ain't nowhere for you to go. We're gonna take care of each other. We all are. It's gonna be us. Alright, that was the trailer. For the season finale. Damn, it's gonna be a banger. The season finale is gonna be nothing but action, action, action. The war begins. The war begins. It's gonna be the Italians versus Rock's crew. And I'm predicting Unique will team up with Rock and her crew. We see Canis taking more drugs and him and Famous hitting the block. I only see trouble coming with those two. We see Marvin blazing. We see Rock. And Lou getting back into it. We see her throwing a vase at the wall. And we see blood shed. We see Shannon still not stopping. Shannon Burke, go sit your ass down. <laughs> she approaches Kanan. So we'll see how Kanan handles that. Um, but the season finale is going to be a banger. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it now. It's going to be a 10 out of 10. It's going to go out with fire. I cannot wait. And I cannot wait for season three. It, it ain't even ended yet. I'm already ready for season three. Um, this has been magnificent writing, magnificent acting all the way around. So I really enjoyed the season. I have a sleeper for you guys. And, you know, we've been doing it for nine weeks straight. So, I mean, well, eight weeks straight. So let's, you know, make the ninth week of us continuing to support Joey Badass, his new album, Remember to Stream It. Um, this is a fire album. And I want to play Written in the Stars by Joey Badass. I got my wing up. I'm gonna learn the whole smarter with this paper. I just wanna 
I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for tuning in for these nine weeks. We got one more to go and the show just continues. I have a lot of big things I'm working on, so I can't wait to share them with you guys. And yeah, I know we're going to continue sort uh, supporting the uh, Power Universe and the Greenlight Gang. And when Courtney dropped her episodes off Netflix, we're going to support those. So, you know, it's just big things to come. The sky is the limit. And as Joey Badass said, it was written in the stars. I want you guys to go into this week with positive vibes, high vibrations, good energy. And if you have people around you who are enemies to your energy, politely dismiss them. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first, putting your happiness first. We only got one life to live, so live it to the fullest. And it's never too late. It's never too late. You might be feeling like, I, uh, it's too late. I can't. Nope. You get up with that bright attitude. As long as you promise it tomorrow, you get it tomorrow. Hey, that's a brand new day, you know? So stay up, stay positive, and don't give up. The sky is the limit. I love you guys. You guys are dope and beautiful. And it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.